You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. Uh, when you say we do a podcast, it is uh, Wednesday afternoon. That means parking day for Al and myself. What is all? Yes, Wednesday is a good day. Alternate side rules don't really apply down where we work. Thus, we can park almost whoever we want. And I have, here's a parking thing for you that I noticed. Uh, there's a street right next to our radio station. It's called Charlton. Right. Are you giving away secrets? Uh, well, I'm just giving away one thing. It's, it's a street. It's a public street right. it's called Charlton. It's it's the we do like to park there because it's very close. Yes. The problem with Charlton is there are a lot of rats running around Charlton at that time of the morning. Meaning dozens. Dozens. In particular, one side of the road. They right. tend to stay on one side of the road. So I tend not to park there. There are two gentlemen... One of them, I believe, is the morning man at 1027 here. Kane, who used to, you would know, uh, back in the day on K-Rock. He's parking here? Well, he yeah, he, he drives a Jeep, and he parks it on Charlton. Now that you just gave away Kane's car, That's okay. Right. No one hears this podcast. Oh, I look at great. the numbers, Jerry. No oh, one's right. downloading this. Well, certainly no one who would know Kane or to be interested in stealing his Jeep. Okay. So there's another gentleman who I don't know who also has a Jeep that sometimes parks on Charlton, the rat, what we call Rat Central. Right. Both Jeeps within the last two days, I guess because of the summer, have parked with their top off. Oh. Meaning, 100% oh. rats are running around in Kane's Jeep. That is brutal. Should I tell him? No. I haven't seen rats in there. No. What do you, Have you looked? No, but I could only assume if a rat was one time eating my timing belt in my vehicle when I started it and killed him and destroyed my belt, then they're sure as hell roaming around the inside of a Jeep if it's open. That's hideous. Because you know people are leaving food in their cars. That really is awful. Yeah, so uh, beware of that if you're you're somebody who parks your car in the city. Also, they say, happens a lot in parking garages. Because the cars just sit there. There yeah, are rats everywhere in New York City. I can see that. Multi-million dollar uh, apartments, rats. Rats and cockroaches. They are everywhere, Jerry. We're on the 10th so, floor. You'll turn down a hallway and there's a you know, cockroach a the side of a fist looking at you. Absolutely. So uh, I just wanted you were relating today being a good parking day. I just wanted to warn people, uh, beware of rats and don't leave your your Jeeps wide open. All right. Especially Kane. I'm morning, down with that, man. Morning man. At 1027. All right. All fair right. enough. Now, well, let's start this the way you usually like to start it, with either a, uh, well, 
private time in the bathroom yes. or sometimes a porn study or sometimes both. I oh. don't know where you're going. That, uh, going I have today. a study, Jerry. This is uh, about uh, people have, having anxiety pooping in public. Okay. Now, what what would you say your anxiety level is if you have to go to the bathroom and you're in a public place? Do you have any anxiety? Do you? I'd prefer not to, but I will. But you will. You won't be like, my day's ruined. No. I have to go to the bathroom. No, 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 no. no how often would you say you have to move your bowels at WFAN? On a monthly basis, how often would you go here? Uh, it depends on the rotation your body's on. Okay. Right now, it's been months. Right. But you might go into a rotation where you All go and All of a sudden, 6 a.m. every day. Your body's like, oh, decided God this almighty. is the time you're going to the bathroom. Depends. Right. And it depends on what you eat. That's true. Throws your body uh, out of whack. So a new study. I'm going to see where this study came from, Jerry, because this was interesting to me. Let's see. I really should. I'm going to start looking at these things before we come in here. Okay. Wherever this study came from, just assume it was a solid place. I'm confusing my studies. But this right. is 52% of those surveyed in the United States said they feel embarrassed by the idea of having to move your bowels in a public that. place. 52%. I that. Yeah. I mean, you're one. I am one of them. Right. I had a uh, quite an incident this weekend. I was uh, I decided to walk from uh, my girlfriend's place in Spring Lake, and I walked all the way through Belmar and back. It was an eight mile walk to go to the bathroom. No, no, no. I just was going to exercise. Okay. Midway, probably five miles into an eight mile walk, I um, had to go to the bathroom, and the only things available were those. Terrible public bathrooms on the boardwalk in Belmar. You mean the Porta Johns, or you mean no, the public like, little little? They're like they're not Porta. They're not sing, singular Porta Johns, but they are like the trailers that they just bring oh. in. So I was like, I can make it back to Spring Lake walking, boy. Uh, and you know, for some reason, I don't understand why your body knows when you're close to home. <laughs> I know you've said this right? before. When you're driving home, you feel like it's like ready when to you, go. When you pull into your driveway, when you're running up the stairs, when you're trying to put the key in the door, it intensifies. <laughs> it was almost a big problem. So I am one of those people. Now, here are some suggestions from the study as what you can do. One of them, they suggest using like, uh, are you familiar with the product Poo-Pourri? Yeah. They sell it actually at Bed Bath & Beyond. I know that. This is where I've seen it. Or you can order online. Yep. And I have used it. They We've sent, had it in the office, Yeah, too. they sent a bunch to the office a year or so ago, and I took one home. Okay. And you spray that on the surface of the toilet bowl water before you go, and it creates sort of a seal so that when you poop, it goes into the water, and the, the seal, it keeps uh, like, a, like an oily-type seal on the top of the water. Yeah. Does a great job of... Hiding the smell, which is potentially the embarrassing thing that makes you not want to go to the bathroom in public. Right. So that's one thing. Number two, they say flush as soon as it, as the stuff hits the toilet water. Right. Flush. Because then it's not lingering. I go to the bathroom here at FAN. People are lingering in their own filth. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday while he was doing the business. Yeah. Who was that? I'm not saying. Oh, was it anyone working it on our show? Because you'd be allowed to say horrendously awkward. Yeah. You should never be talking. No, it was not Eddie or Bob or Boomer or Craig, no. And like you said, Jerry, they say be careful of like You know certain foods uh, produce that uh, movement in you, so avoid them if you're going to be in public places. Like, for example, me, ice cream. Ice cream? So How does that It must be that? like the, uh, the milk in the ice cream. My God. So for me, I will only have ice cream if I know I'm going home right afterwards. 
I guess you're never going to go out for ice cream with your girlfriend for a romantic night. Huh? No, because that would be ruined. Oh, let's get ice cream. No. Right. Well, no, I want ice cream. No. No. Uh, well, By the way, we, we've spent seven minutes talking about Perfect. About... That's exactly how I had it planned out. So that's all. And then I found this interesting. As I was just oh, before preparing for this podcast, I ran into the bathroom. Have you ever been in a public bathroom where you see... You know, like you can see in the stall, you could see people's feet because the the stall doors and walls don't go down to the floor. Right. So I could see like sneakers in there. Yes. You ever go in there? That in a second. Go you ahead. ever go in there when the sneakers are turned in a way where you're like, "What is that person doing?" No, I've never. seen I that. just experienced that here today. Yeah, someone from the network, the CBS Sports Network. What are we doing? So I walked in there. I was like, "What are they doing there?" Because their sneakers were turned toward the bowl. Yeah. Not. As if they were sitting on the bowl. That's weird. Toward the bowl. Maybe they're like a different angle. Or they're cleaning up. Yeah. I, all right. All right, Jerry. By the way, we, when, we were at, uh, when we were in Tampa a couple weeks ago, my poor little guy had to go. And we're at the Trump. And he walks in. And I'm like, Ugh. hold on. The doors are shut. He goes, all right, I'll check. And he just he looks down at <laughs> the door. Because I don't see any feet. And I'm like, dude, you don't do that. Can you please just push on the door and see if there's someone in there? So. Now, how old are children before you no longer have to wipe them yourself? Um, I think every child's different. Yeah. I mean, we were, I think, by four that was done. Yeah. I would say. My mom tells a good story of uh, my nephew a couple years ago. I guess when he was probably like four, they went into a, uh, she took him to a Wendy's and he needed to, of course, why wouldn't he have to go to the <laughs> bathroom in a Wendy's? So she said, my mother said she went in there. There were two stalls. She was in one stall with him. He was pooping. And there was somebody else using the stall next to them pooping. And when it became time to wipe him, he became demanding of the... I guess she wasn't wiping the way he's used to being wiped. And he says out loud, she said, and now there's someone right in the stall next to her. He said, she, My mother said, he said to her, Grandma, you have got to dig in there. You're not doing it right. Oh, my God. That's a rough one. Yeah. So poor grandma. Yeah. Uh, when Are kids learn those days. Well, I don't have children, so luckily I will not have to ever be wiping anybody. You never know. You never know. Mick Jagger's having a baby. He's seventy-two. That's true. And isn't it interesting, Jerry, that we need someone to wipe us when we're young and to wipe us when we're older? Circle of life. Al. The circle of life. In between, we wipe ourselves. <laughs> yes. When I worked at Ron, I'm sorry. I have all these bathroom things. When I worked at Ron and Fez... Didn't you do a bathroom podcast with Paul, who, I by did. the way, has no last name, which I don't understand. Well, because he okay. has a, a job, so he doesn't know if he's allowed to be doing podcasts. Oh, I so see. He, he keeps... A, also, he has no photographs. Got it. Um, when I was working for Ron and Fez, we had a, a, a listener who used to call in all the time. He called himself the ass man. He was like 400 pounds. Ugh. So one day we got to talking to the ass man and asked him how he goes to the bathroom, and how does that whole thing work? Because he was a very large man. So he came in one night to show us, while clothed, how he has to do it. And he would he would put toilet paper, he would wrap it around a toilet brush so that he could reach back and clean himself. Good Lord. That's disgusting. Yeah. So, you know, don't take for granted how easy it is for you, Jerry Recco, to go to the bathroom and wipe yourself. By the way, for anybody out there listening, I know Al says nobody is, but if you are, this has been the most excited I've seen Al discuss a topic in almost two years of doing this. Yes. You haven't shut up for 12 minutes. Yeah, I love this. I love this type of topic. But I'm done with it now, Jerry. 
No, I mean, it's for you. Got no, to I am. Going. No, I'm, that's plenty. I did plenty. I did more than I thought I had. I'll give you a quick one. All right. Because the way we do this podcast, we're going to have to stop this in a moment. i got to go run in and do the 1040 and a 1045 update on wins. Then I'll come back and we'll finish. Uh, so we only have a few minutes here. I'll come, we're talking about kids. The Daily News, I think, had a story and a photo of a mom, and I would say a girl probably about seven years old, maybe eight, playing hide-and-seek with a seven-foot grizzly bear. I did see this now. I saw the, the photo. The bear is theirs. They have a pet grizzly bear. They've had the bear for 20 years from basically birth, I guess. It's been a pet, and it's been in their family. And they're discussing how it, I mean, it's in the house. It has dinner with them. They feed it. They play with it. It goes on picnics with them. And I guess the reporter had asked, you know, when you had your daughter, was there any concern? And it was like, well, of course, you know, at first we were concerned, but then we remembered how loving and caring the bear is. The grizzly bear. Yes, and that he's never snipped or anything at us, so why would he her? And now it's eight years, and it's a real life, it's literally a seven-foot bear. It towers over these two. Don't you think at some point the bear's natural instincts will kick in and he will murder this family? I don't know, but I would be afraid of at some point the bear just snapping. And I don't know if yeah. natural instincts or it just gets pissed off. And instead of, you know, in our society, if you get pissed off, maybe you punch someone in his world, you eat someone. Right, or claw them to death I or mean, crush my them. God, you got to see the, the picture, the paws on this thing. You got to I mean, tweet that out, Jerry. That'd be a good podcast. Uh, man, it's unreal. I, I could never imagine. I mean, you wouldn't even own a pit bull. No. Could you imagine owning a bear? I think they're equal. Having a pit bull, like the couple that owns this grizzly bear as a pet, or a couple that has a pit bull, same thing to me. Well, and that's fine if you think that. That's okay. I'm, I won't argue with you. It, why is it any different than the monkey that ate the woman's face? Yeah, the chimpanzee. Right. In, like, uh, how have you how have you not seen that story and been like, you know what? Time to, if this bear ain't going to let us go or, you know, take off, we got to sneak out. Right. And you got to start another life somewhere, don't you? Yes, you would leave the home to the bear. I mean, you got a kid. Forget yourself. You got a kid involved now. What do they feed that bear? I think it eats, like, normal food like they do. Pick a nick a baskets? A pick a nick a basket, yeah. I don't know. See what you did there? Oh, <laughs> Yogi Bear. You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Jerry, earlier I was talking about how I don't like to uh, use a public bathroom to poop. Yes, yeah, so I be remember. Honest, it's very uncomfortable. It was like six minutes ago. But here's what I do do in a public bathroom a lot of times, which a lot of people think is strange. I shave in a public restroom. You what? I shave my face. <laughs> you do? I do. Because I'm proud that I'm shaving with Harry's and I want to <laughs> show off. You want people to see it. I want people to see it. I'm out there showing people that Harry's gives you a great shave for literally half the price of what you're probably paying right now for your uh, cartridges or just pieces and of your crap handles. Disposable. That you can't use. I mean, they're all awful. That's why this is so perfect. Yeah, I do it in my gym all the time. I shave with my Harry's, and I kind of laugh at the guys that are shaving with those crappy little. Um, blue plastic handled yeah, ones. Yes. It's embarrassing. They're cutting themselves. I've got myself a nice smooth shave from Harry's. And, and the ones they're using, they they have two blades. Right. Or sometimes even worse, if you're in a hotel and you forget a razor, they'll oh, give you yes. they'll give you a one blade where one it's blade. like, can I have nine of those, please? Right. You know what you get with Harry's? Five German crafted blades. Five. Yeah, they're German engineered, Jerry. Flex I don't hinge. know where they're getting these other blades from, these other cheapo razor companies. Iowa. 
They don't crap. make good razors. German engineered blades. Factory direct prices. You cut out the middleman. Yeah. No upcharges. As Al said, half the price. What are you doing? You know who the middleman is? The drugstores in the supermarkets where you're currently buying your razors. And guess who has to make money? Those stores. Correct. Because they're giving up shelf space. Man, you ain't kidding. Harry's is on the internet. There's no, it's infinite. Infinite spaces, Jerry, in the internet. And like you said, they come right to my front door, so I don't ever have to leave my house. That's right. They're shipping right to your house. Yeah. Like, well, how about how about the idea you don't have to go ask someone in a stupid store, can you unlock this, please, so I can pull the razors out? And this is the other great thing, the simplicity of Harry's. Yes. They offer one razor. That's it. You don't have to sit there and go, do I need the, the Mega Blade? Do I need... It's one razor. And That's Jerry, it. Harry's starter set, which they call the Truman... Because his name was Harry Truman. Is that why it's so simple yep. to realize? It's a great option for new customers and a great deal. For $15, you get yourself a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. Plus, there's a special offer for fans of the post-game podcast, Jerry. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase using the promo code POSTGAME. Go to harrys.com right now. Look for the Truman set. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com. Enter code POSTGAME at checkout. Get $5 off and help support the show. Stop compromising, Jerry. Give Harry's a try today. I love Harry's. Ooh. By the way, Boomer and Craig always talk about not seeing all the, the stuff they shot with you. Remember you went and held the thing up last year and they oh, the said promos they we yeah. shot the promo videos i just saw one quite cool actually really yeah they're playing miniature golf it's kind of neat actually all right so i think they run them i just don't think craig sees them well they don't ru- they they wouldn't run during our show right and craig's not watching cbs sports network so now i do yeah because i go home and watch myself when i get home uh yeah and i'm we're watching motor biking right now pretty cool uh, there's video games. Here's a study I have, Jerry. This comes to you from, check this out, New York University, Shanghai. Did there's you know an, NYU? Know they had a school in Shanghai. That's right. NYC. NYU, wow. Shanghai, and the University of Hong Kong. They got together, and they studied video games. Okay. And it turns out first-person shooter games and games such as Mario Kart. Mar- oh, absolutely. We play that all the time. Actually improve your... Actual driving. No, I don't believe that. Because your reaction time is very important in those games. So the more you play them, like in Mario Kart, you're getting out of accidents. You're trying not to drive off a cliff. That is very true. Just like in real life. So, Well, I don't ever try to not drive off a cliff. I don't drive well, by cliffs. But even like, you know, the parkway has those, uh, <laughs> those, uh, those dips like in between the lanes. <laughs> Like between, I'm sorry, between like north and south. Yes. They have those big, you don't want to roll in one of no, those. No, I guess you don't. No. So if you, playing Mario Kart actually makes you a better driver. So the next time, especially for the kids listening, your parents tell you to put the video games away, say, I'm sorry, I'm practicing to be a better driver. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe you don't want to be a great defensive driver, but I do. So I'll be playing Mario Kart and improving my driving. So when are you going to go out and buy the system? Well, my my uh, nieces and nephews have Mario Kart for, like, the Wii, which right, I'm so not they, even sure is a thing anymore. You don't leave your condo during the week. Right. So you're not going to be there playing Mario Kart. That's true. So are you going to go out and buy yourself a Wii U or a um, Xbox 360 or an Xbox? Or... Can I play this on my phone? No. Hmm. Yeah, I don't right. have one of those systems. We have them, and it's you probably do. the only video game I do like. 
Mario Kart? I do. Are you? Do you have a particular character you like to be? No. Like the Donkey Kong? No, no, I don't I care. I always pick Donkey Kong. I don't care. It doesn't you don't. matter to me. No. How about your all. kids? They have a favorite, like, I'm going to no, be. They, use them, they all they, they, they try them around. Them yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I love the game. Actually, the game's kind of cool. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not a big video game guy. That, to me, is kind of neat. What? How do you feel about these first-person shooter games? I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm not either. I no, like I'll... the sports games and this Mario Kart. I like Mario Kart. I'll leave it at that. I, although even... I do like, you know, the one thing we never got because we don't have the system for it. I really wanted to get MLB The Show because I heard for this year you could you could up, uh, you could could um, play at Ebbets Field. You could play at the Polo Grounds. Uh, I thought that would have been really cool, but I don't have the proper system for it, and you can't get it on Wii U, and you can't get it on – we have Xbox It's a PlayStation only, I believe. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that. But the I'm other not ones, buying another system. The other ones you can play um, – RBI baseball. On. It's all right, though. Yeah. I wanted to play Ebbets Field. Right, I see. I thought that would be really cool, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that's not, I'm not surprised by the study just because if you think about how pilots learn to fly, it's flight simulation, right? Right. Which is basically a big video game. Did you ever try to play flight simulator when you were a kid on any of the systems or on your computer? Like, that was a, a computer game, flight simulator. That seemed impossible to me. I don't think I ever played that. Yeah. I don't think so. That came with a flight manual book, like that was thick. You had to read a book and then try to figure out how to play flight simulator. I would imagine that's no joke. Yeah, I mean that's got to be probably a fun game, but I don't like games where you have to take the manual out and you got to read seventeen pages I'm to with understand you. it. Too complicated. Too complicated. Miss Pac-Man, I know what to do. Yes. Eat the dots, get the bigger ones, and then eat the ghosts. And eat Perfect. the ghosts, right? And clear the board. And try to eat the fruit. When you see the yes, fruit floating, get all the extra points. You had something on Twitter about verified accounts. I yes. know this has been big. Yeah, so people always want to know how they can get their account verified, and for the longest time with Twitter, it was very random, very random. But now Twitter, now you can start applying to be a verified account. But basically, they're only going to verify people that are like in the media or have some sort of pop culture fame of some okay. sort. So, like, uh, you know, we work for the media, so we would be able to apply for this. Basically, what they want to see to make sure that you are uh, a verified account is they want the email address that you associate with your Twitter account to be your business address. Hmm. So it's less likely, like, um, if you have a WFAN email address or a CBS radio email address. Right. They'll know that's more likely to be a real person versus just a Gmail address or Yahoo. So that makes sense. Then they want you to have a bio in your description of who you are, saying who you are, instead of just, let's say, Al Dukes with no explanation. You're talking about the little paragraph? That's yeah, like a little right. paragraph. Right. And then if you can link to some sort of website for the business you work for. That's interesting. They say those are those would get you more likely get you a chance of being a verified Twitter person. Huh. Okay. Do you have any fake Jerry Recco accounts out there that you There have? have been a couple. There have, yeah. One guy had the picture of me with the glasses on. Oh, right. Yeah. There have been a couple. There's a bunch of, I <laughs> looked one time of uh, Craig Cart and fake Craig, Craig yeah. but they're always like Craig's a douche and like things yeah. like, very offensive. That's when you know you've made it. Yes, when you have uh, fake fake Twitter profiles. Yeah, well, no, I didn't mean that. No, because I have one of that. I doesn't mean anything. Oh. I meant when people are starting... Twitter accounts and calling you a douche in the account. Right. You've made it. You've made it, right. Because that, that person point. is taking the time out of their day to create He's accounts. He's miserable about because you. you are so successful. Right. Basically. Hmm. 
So, so yeah, so that I have not you, made it. If you uh, want to be a verified Twitter account, that's what that's the key to doing it. There you go. You've unlocked the secret. That's the secret right there. I don't this really is, have is any. Is this it for us? Today that's what? all I have. Yeah. Today's thir- no, today's, today's Wednesday. Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. That's how we started. That's right. It's Wednesday. Wednesday, Jerry. My bad. My bad. My mistake. We'll be back tomorrow Bye. with a, uh, a By the uh, way. warm-up show live at 543. That's right. If you missed today's, it'll be on right after this. So right. hang in. Today was good. Today good was topics. good. I enjoyed it. It was not bad. Um, you have, It's going to be awesome out today. Is that right? Go play golf. Well, I don't golf, but I'll be good about it. Well, don't live by the beach. Go but, hiking in the woods. Uh, so really, why do you live where you live? In Basking Ridge? Yes. It seemed relatively close to New York while being in the suburbs. It's 35 minutes away. Yeah, but it's the suburbs. I really liked the suburbs at the time. Right, maybe maybe tomorrow I want to discuss how you actually landed in Basking Ridge. All right. I feel Fair like enough. interested in that. Well, it involves pit bulls in some, in some way, so uh, look forward to that tomorrow. I'll put it on the topic sheet. All right, the warm-up show next. Ooh. Goodbye. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, quarter to six. Boomer and Carton coming up in 15 minutes or so. Jerry and Al with you for uh, 15 minutes or so. And the Mets did beat the Cubs last night, which was good. Yankees over the Orioles 7-1, to one, so they remain very relevant as they get to within six and a half games. I have a couple of things from the games last night that I'd like to ask you about. Uh, not really about the games, but we talked, I think it was last week, maybe it was even Monday, I don't know, about replaying baseball. There were, in just our games, Mets-Yankees, forget the rest of uh, Major League Baseball, there were three reversals last night, two in the Met game, one on the play from Conforto throwing out the runner at home plate, which was so obvious the guy was out. Arietto was the uh, uh, pitcher running. Unbelievable. Yeah, he was out by literally one Not foot. even close. Right. And yet we have to go to replay for that. You also had the Neil Walker play in the ninth inning. And then you had, uh, in the Yankee game, the guy going first to third where they needed replay to show he was out again. I almost wonder, do you think the umpires are a little more loud? I know you never did it before. You never umpired, right? I did not. You've no. never umped. I would not like that pressure. And and there is, and you actually overthink things. Do you think with replay and the fact that there are challenges or guys, or managers can ask them to look at things, that they almost are more laxed making the calls? Yes, I think they're not. Yeah, they'll, they'll be like, well, I can make this call because it could be reversed anyway. So what's the big deal? Because the Walker, it's funny. The one with Arietta at home plate was a big one because it scored a run. But the Walker one was even a bigger deal because it would have been a double play, blah, 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 blah. But just it's really unbelievable. The other thing from baseball last night, um, and you hope no one ever gets killed on the field. Did you see Pujols get beamed last night after hitting the two home runs, and it was not by any stretch. It wasn't on purpose because I think the guy's name Barnett, the pitcher, was very quick to home plate to make sure he was okay. Where'd he hit him? Here. like In he, the forehead? Yes, to where if he didn't tuck his head and his chin, he would have got hit square in the face with a fastball at about 90 miles an hour. And amazingly enough, Pujols stays in the game and goes to first base after a few minutes. And then the other one is this kid, Jamison Tyon, or Tyone, whatever you pronounce it, from the Pirates, who got a line drive right back in the back of the head as he turned. Pitcher. A pitcher, yeah. Right off the bat of, I think it was, I think it was Perez was the batter. Um, and then you also had Robles almost got uh, his, I don't want to say his head taken off. Would have hit him probably in the thigh or something. But 
you almost wonder at some point, is someone going to die on the field? I mean, these balls are coming so hard at guys. The the Pujols one, if you haven't seen it, go take a look at it. And, and the, I, the line drive they said was 105 miles an hour. It's unreal. Off the head. Right. I guess if it hits you in the right spot, like a soccer ball, Jerry, it'll bounce right off. Well, and it did hit him in the in the back of the head. It wasn't the forehead or the temple or anything like that. But still, and then he pitched the game. Like, he stayed in and pitched six innings, which is really amazing. You were you played what? You pitched? I No, I pitched batting practice one time, and I took a line drive off the knee, and that was it. And I never did done. that again. Yeah. So you went as far away from home plate as you could yeah. and ended up in the outfield. Center field. Yeah. Now, now, you play third base for the softball team. Right. Now. How did? I've lost all ability to judge a fly ball. I have no idea. When a fly ball is hit, I run in, it goes over my head, I back up, it drops in front of me. Fair I, enough. I don't know how that happened. But you do realize, like, the shortest amount of reaction time on the infield is third base, yes. especially in softball. So for someone like myself who's in my own head overthinking <laughs> life in general, <laughs> a, a ground ball at the third, you have no time to think. Second base, I like playing because that that you can make a mistake and still throw the guy out. But there's an awful lot of time to think when that ball's rolling towards you and you're deep in the hole at second. Too much time to think. So the space between the two ears is your biggest problem. Yes. So the the more I can react versus thinking, the better. So when you're pitching, and if anybody doesn't know, Al was our pitcher for the softball yes. team until the game at Yankee Stadium. What would you say that was, three years ago now? Yeah, we were playing against the Wounded Warriors. And, and I you kept, hit several uh, of them. In their uh, prosthetic legs, which is not great. Now, I get overthinking a fly ball or something like that. When you're pitching, what are you thinking about? That everyone's staring at me and I'm on the focus of the field and now but I'm But you pitching. love attention. I do love attention. I, I don't love attention when I have to physically do something like that. <laughs> you want to just stand in place <laughs> Lob a ball. people watch you? Yeah. Yes, that'd be awesome. I mean, you get on stage and sing in front of hundreds of people. Yeah, the pitching thing, it's like that. Who were guys had that problem? Chuck Knobloch, Chuck Knobloch Steve Sachs. That. Yeah, maybe Mackie Sasser. Mackie throw the ball Sasser. back to the pitcher so he would lob it. Steve, yes. What is it? Blast? Steve Blast, was it? I don't remember Rick him. Rick Ankeel also. Rick, Rick Ankeel was well, a great one. Well, by the one. way, John Lester refuses to throw over to try and pick a guy off at first base because he can't do it. It's in his head that he's going to throw it down the line. Right. And the med announcers were making the point on Monday night, why Why are we not stealing? Like, take a lead. He's not going to throw over. Go. So he's another one. It's in his head, just like it's in your head. It's all in your head. Jerry, I don't know if uh... – you watched The Bachelorette this week? <laughs> no, I never, actually. Oh, never watch it. Never once. Oh, I thought you were I watching. The Bachelor on. I am watching The Bachelorette. And this year, it's only interesting now because uh, Jordan Rogers well, is on. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, time out. Let me call BS on something. So you've never watched The Bachelorette before? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying this year, the only thing left that's interesting. So if he wasn't on, you'd be out. At this point, I'd be out because the out. guys are boring. All right. So if there's no football player's brother next time around, you're out. No, because there could be somebody else interesting. But as of right now, the only interesting guy left is Jordan Rogers right. because he's kind of weaselly. And we found out on this week's hometown dates, Jerry, that's where the bachelorette goes back and meets the families of the remaining guys. There's only four guys left, one of them Jordan Rogers. Uh, previous week, we found out that uh, Jordan and Aaron Rodgers do not have a relationship. Right, They don't speak. Well, we come to find out this week during hometown dates, Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to anyone in the family. I thought that's what we knew. I thought he separated no, being, himself from the family. I was being dramatic there, telling you he doesn't talk to anyone in his family. We knew that. I thought. I don't we think did. we knew that. He doesn't talk to the other brother. 
He doesn't talk to mom, and he doesn't talk to pops. Oh, you know, I didn't know about the parents. I thought he yeah. didn't talk to his other brothers. No, the, I thought the that parents was the big too. thing you brought to us last week. They insinuated that fame has gone to his head, and that if Jordan Rogers wins the Bachelorette, fame will not go to his what head. What fame? Well, you get famous. What fame? You probably could get get on get dancing. What? Dancing with the Stars, probably. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> compared to his brother, that's fame? Well, not compared to his brother. Right. You can't measure up to a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. And who's he dating? Olivia Munn? Olivia Munn. Is that her name? Yeah. yeah. He's okay. gone Hollywood. Well, that would bother me if I was a Packers aside fan. Aside from Jesse Palmer, name me the other... Is it Bachelor or Bachelor? I guess it's The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Or Bachelorette. Or Bachelorette. Who has had enormous fame. Go ahead. Enormous fame? Yeah. No, I can't think of any. Right. Jesse Palmer. I just well you well, you like Craig and Boomer. I just said aside from Jesse oh, Palmer, and he's parlayed that nicely into a sort of broadcasting. Well, yeah, but keep in mind Jesse Palmer probably had that lined up already because people liked him when he was with the Giants, and he was really a good speaker in the locker room. And so I think that a good was, looking guy. Well, that's yeah, that's part of it. That's a no. That's that's a big part of it. That is a big part. Good looking man who can talk. All right, we got a big part of this still to come. I think at least uh, when we come back, and then Boomer and Carton next on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Yeah, and you get a four hour show coming up in about three minutes with Boomer and Carton. Alan Jerry with you for two more minutes or so. Uh, the Olympics are coming up very quickly. And uh, you noted that uh, a lot of condoms are going to Rio for the athletes. And I'm, I'm wondering, how, do they get them in, a, in like a welcome packet? Are they left in their rooms? I think they're just left all around. Here's the rubber. Yeah, so they, uh, right. they've been doing this for many years now. But the strange thing this year is they're sending 450,000 condoms. And something else. And bring in my lube. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> lube it up. Report lube or it up. Report. But the weird thing about it is, with the amount of condoms they're sending and the amount of athletes that are going, it's an average of 42 condoms per athlete. They're there like a month. Right. Here's the yeah, rule. What's the issue? <laughs> That's a lot of condoms. <laughs> they might be getting busy. Yeah. You've heard the stories of the Olympics. But I always thought that if you were in the Olympics, you were not to partake in that sort of thing because it's not good for your, like, you're not as muscular or strong the next day. So why would Olympic athletes ruin their chance at Olympic history by doing that, Jerry? You mean weakness in the legs. Yeah, no. weakness in the legs. Exactly. I don't I don't think that's an issue, actually. I'm 100% sure that's an issue. It is. Yes! It's been going on forever, How about though. lubrication? Yep. No. All right, Boomer. That's fine. I didn't say that. That's you did Eddie just say that. No, that was an Eddie I drop. I just heard that's your voice. Drop, yes. I, I sounded like your voice. Go lube it up. There Boom. Enough. Okay, we got right. it. Fair Stop enough. Already. With right. some uh, lotion. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So look for those uh, no, when you're coconut oil. When you're no. <laughs> that they should also be providing. Right. Just Tubes give of some... instead of packets of lube. No. Coconut oil. Well, it's healthy, Jerry. I mean, this is what here's the rubber. Organic coconut oil. It's all about being organic these days. But uh, they talked to Hope Solo in one of these articles, and she said that a lot of uh, chaos goes on there at these uh, Olympic games. Exactly. That's the whole point. You can't tell me that the only ones that are winning are ones that aren't uh, getting busy the night before. Right. No. No chance. All right. That's Mm. it for us. Coming up in about... Shut it down! Right. Boomer and Carton next on the panel. Lock your radio in for live and local programming 24 hours a day, seven days a week, including Yankees baseball and Giants football, along with Boomer and Carton, mornings from 6 to 10, Beningo and Roberts middays from 10 to 1, Mike Francesa afternoons 1 to 6.30, and Steve Summers at night. We 
We're your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York.